Hulk Shoes. Recorded live. I don't have good taste. 
I also found the sexy blouse my sister gave you for Christmas that you don't wear because you don't like her. Finally, I donated those boots you bought but don't wear because someone at your job has the same pair. She was so grateful for my understanding and my help. As I walked her to the door so that I could take her where she needed to go, she turned to me with tears in her eyes and said, Please, do you have anything else that your wife doesn't use? <laughs> Some of y'all get that tomorrow. <laughs> Some of y'all get that tomorrow. But um, I want to start with a clip. And this is uh, two minutes, then we'll get this thing rocking and rolling. But two minutes, fellas, then we'll get this thing rolling. Exactly. 
I mean, there's a whole lot of reasons. They they always talk to express themselves and speak their minds, and they always give a one-week free pass a month to just say some of the most horrible things without no retribution. Men are taught to suppress their feelings and, you know, don't say nothing. Mm-hmm. And, and men are always, we're, we're always the unwavering one. We want sex. We want food. That's pretty much just about it in peace. Those three things. We go in one of those things, we get those things in the beginning, but then something changed. Mm. We ain't one of those three things. Mm-hmm. And it ain't us changing our requirements. So. What about, what are, good words, but what about Tamar here? Um, you know, do y'all think that money and, and material things, you know, that she has, I mean, that, should she keep her mouth closed? I mean, why is she complaining? Well, she can't. Because he can. I mean, like I said, he he trying to mix business with his wife. That's something you just can't do in some in a lot of cases. Because she gonna always find something wrong. And this dude is accomplished, got money, and she still find a fault with him. It don't matter how much money you got. Yeah, and we we know that a husband has to bring more to the table, you know, than finances, but. You know, do y'all think that women are supposed to be loved and not spoiled? They're supposed to be loved and not spoiled. I agree with that. Yeah. Sometimes they have to earn the right to be spoiled. Okay. Can, what do you mean by that? You you can give them a clear path. And you can say these are the things you have to do to be spoiled, to be spoiled. Some will get it. Some won't care. Some, uh, you know, will get complacent, and they will just happy where they're at. They don't care to be spoiled until one day something triggers them, and then they come in and say, you never spoiled me. Well, I told you what you have to do. Wait a minute. You didn't listen. So uh, it just depends. I mean, sometimes you do spoil them. I mean, if you had that agreement with, with your wife, yeah, but. Sometimes, hey, don't, why bother? If she don't care anyway. I mean, everybody know their wife. Anybody else? What about, you know, we're talking about spoiling. What about uh, vacations? Does anybody ever take separate vacations because you and your wife seem to, to get in it at some point while you're on vacation? <laughs> Anybody experience that? You know, you're on vacation. You know, the waves are crashing. You know, no. you know, she arguing on the vacation. Nobody it would never be that. another vacation. That's crazy. <laughs> I mean, you you talking about when she's with me on vacation? When we go together, she's arguing. Yes. I mean, yeah. I mean, we had minor skirmishes, but nothing major. So. Mm-hmm. Nothing that lasted over two hours or anything like that. Because I really don't care, you know. Mine, though, I'm too old. I, I, I'm not I'm not trying to win. Up, I just want you to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, what you want? You want me to say I'm sorry? You want me to say I was wrong? Cool, I'm sorry I was wrong. Can you just shut up now? <laughs> and and mine, mine cool that, you know. I, I'm not trying to win the fight anymore. I, I'm not... Trying to claim the title, I've, I've given that up. 
I convince mine to just be still. I don't even, I just say, you got to learn to be still. You know, sometimes you, 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 you don't need to tell me anything I already know. That's why you got me. You know, speaking of being still, what if a wife is a stay-at-home mom or, you know, she only has a, a little part-time job and the husband is the primary breadwinner? Can that can that cause the man to believe that she's a little bit ungrateful? Absolutely. That that causes all that sets the premise for all kinds of trouble from on both ends because he's not he's – not, uh, He's like, dang, she's not working. And she's like, dang, he's not seeing how much work goes into taking care of the house. Mm-hmm. And, then, I mean, in that situation, do y'all think that the wife expects her husband to rescue her from all the, the day-to-day stresses of child rearing, you know, household chores, running errands? Yeah, I think this, this, this couple does. And this, this her husband, he works out of town. So whenever he is home, He's ripping and running because she's been at home stressed. Hmm. Somebody else is about to say something. I believe that it, it it doesn't matter what the scenario is. If he's home doing all that and she comes in, you know, it's still going to be the same thing. Rescue me. I, I was out there all day. Yeah, studies show that the wife actually seems to relax upon seeing her husband come home for work. You know, but you know, do we do we as men take into consideration, you know, our wives' physical fatigue and limitations? You know, don't we have to be attuned to her emotional needs and stress levels? You know, when it comes to that. I mean, you gotta just know when she's, you know, when she's. Being crazy or something like that—that's usually right before she go on that time of the month. Uh, <laughs> I think all guys, you know, I think a lot of guys got that. Remember, there's an app for it. You can just track it on your calendar. So you know, you're gonna hear some off the wall stuff. You know, you just gotta straight look past or whatever. Uh, but as far as just being generally in tune with her emotional needs, that's kind of hard to do because they be all over the place, man. Anybody else? And it's typical, you know, for us to get home from work tired, you know, but we just need a few minutes to just debrief. And, you know, I say we rationalize our need for rest, but do you think that our wives think that this is unfair or do you think that she wants us to have, you know, all the energy to deal with the current family issues that's going on, you know, as soon as we get in the house? You you, you got to have all the energy. Me and my wife, we work the same schedule. We ride into work together. We come home uh, together. And when we get home, my wife looks like, my wife, you think my wife just walked 30 miles up up Mount Everest or something. <laughs> Dog tired. I'm ripping, running, getting everything done. And I'm looking at her like, you know, we, we, we just came just about the same place doing the same thing all day. What's the problem? I think mine took offense once when I told that I needed just a little time to wind down after working 
whatever I was working, 8 or 12 hours or whatever it was. And, um, you know, she acted like she understood it, but then, you know, it was thrown back in my face several times after that. Yeah. And, yeah. And when there's an issue, do y'all feel that your wife knows the problem better than you? I mean, do you think that she sometimes feels that she can handle it better? Yeah, after the fact. My spine is a genius after the fact. I, as a matter of fact, I talked to her about this yesterday. You know, I was getting ready to do something, and before I did it, I said, now, why don't you go on and tell me what I should have did before I started doing anything? Because it's amazing how whenever I try something, something goes wrong, you was just about to tell me that. So why don't you just get that knowledge out there right now? I got a great armchair quarterback. <laughs> I mean, if she thinks she can do it better, then what she needs your input for? That's just the way they are, man. I don't know if it's just their defense mechanism or something. They know they can't. I, I, I don't know. But I know every brother out there got to, you know, if you're married, your wife just thinks the thing that you do that she just knows she can do better than you, and you know she can't. <laughs> but on the flip side of that, you know, is your wife the type that, that can't seem to make a decision? You know, anybody oh have that? that you oh know, why God. can't she make a damn decision? I mean, come that on. That hit me in the back of my head. That's mine <laughs> perfectly. That's mine perfectly. And I end up being frustrated because you can't make up your mind. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, I, I have that issue also. My wife, when she walks into a store or something, when she has options, she can't decide. She gets overloaded. And I tell her she's overloaded. She gets mad that I know she's overloaded. And she argues with me about how she's not overloaded, but she still hasn't made a decision. Yeah, my mind gets overloaded. Anybody else can relate to that? Lady can't make a decision. Always got to be deferential to you. Oh, yeah. I definitely can relate to that. Don't let me make the decision. (laughs) Wrong decision. So you stick your neck out there. I mean, I I I um purposely refrain from making decisions when it goes to where we go and where we eat and what we do. You know, I mean, um, I think uh, we went out over the weekend. Um, I picked a place to eat because she didn't really have a suggestion. And then after that, I was like, well, I'm not. You know, we're gonna have to sit in the car till you figure out where we're going next. Cause <laughs> Are you, you know serious? I mean? Yeah, yeah, because because then it's it it's you make a suggestion. And, oh, we always go where you want to go. Man, this dude is right outside my hotel room door. You know what I'm saying? You know, <laughs> we always go where you want to go. But when I try to say, okay, well, what you know, you make the suggestion. Well, I I I, I don't have a preference. I'm gonna have a preference. That's just how I am. I'm a, I'm gonna have a preference, but I I'd rather not have a preference, so I don't have to hear about it later. Mine's is worse than that. I've known her long enough that I can anticipate, but she can't even anticipate herself. So what she'll do is, I know she's going to be hungry, 
And I said, well, I'm ready to go. I'm not ready. I wanted to. Okay, fine. Then it becomes instantly I'm starving, right? So yeah. then it's like we're not at the restaurant, but you're starving. Then when I said let's go, you didn't want to go. Now you act like you get ready to die on the desert, you know, and that drives me absolutely bad. You know you're going to be hungry 25 minutes from now. This dude is outside my room door also. Even out the keyhole, both be all right at my door. <laughs> and, and on top of all that, there's, there's usually a wait at the restaurant. You know, you don't go in and just sit right down, you know. So, Rodney, I, can I just tell you, man? Go ahead. Just real quick, man. All right. The other day, we was riding. I asked, I said, where well, you want to go eat? I don't care. And I said, okay, chick, you don't care. I'm going here. I don't want to go there. I said, okay. I'm driving in a direction. You better pick a restaurant that's on the way to wherever I'm driving. If you don't, I'm going to just go on and stop the car where I'm going, and I'm going to eat there. You can sit there and watch me. Okay, cool. The second time with the time, I tell my wife, you know what time the restaurants fill up. Because my wife hates to wait for a restaurant. And it ain't over 10 minutes. She's like, nope, let's go. Let's go. I'm not waiting. Let's go. And I'm like, you know these places fill up. Let's go. Then go and get there early. But then we won't be home. we just be there early. I said, we can just sit there and drink and talk. It's like you don't even understand that. But what does she do? She wait. The most popular time, 7.30, 7 o'clock, go to Outback Friday night in Waldorf. Okay. How much are you? <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yeah, but even on the on the flip side of that, you know, does the whole... Does the whole... Thank you. Does the whole uh, controlling piece come out? You know, if if you do pick the restaurant or if you do say, well, we're going here, does, does she start to feel that you, you're kind of controlling? Does that come out? Yeah, I mean, I mean they, all, they always throw that out there. Like, it's always about you. It's always about you. And it's like, well, every time I ask you, you 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 never give me a straight answer, you know, and they, and they can't. They, they're, really, they're really incapable of giving a straight answer on a lot of things. They got to you around the world. So they're not, they're not programmed to just give us straight, I want to go here and order this. Very rarely will you hear your wife say, I want to go to this place and I want to order this. I want to order this to drink and I want this for the appetizer. You're not going to hear this. It's very rare you hear them just know automatically what they're going to get. But with guys, we already know. You know, you think about what we're doing after the restaurant. Uh-huh, we already know and we keep it simple. <laughs> and we ordered, it ain't got to be extravagant. Simple. And we order the same thing wherever same we go. Same thing wherever we go, the same thing. No matter what restaurant, we got our one meal that we get from that restaurant. My wife buys different stuff and fails horribly. And all he takes food off my plate. Tell me, I should have just ordered what you had. And I said, <laughs> I said you really should. But I want to try something different, and you know I don't want to look like a bam. You know we both eat the same thing. I said, okay, well, I'm gonna eat what I like, and you go ahead and you experiment. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I got you beat. <laughs> Mine is I'm finished. She'll look at me and go, 
You didn't offer me no. <laughs> I didn't offer her what I had. Right. So, you, you, you know, I look at her like I'm supposed to feel bad. Why didn't you ask me? You, you, you know, my door. You still at my door. You know that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> mine, mine will look at me and say, "You ate everything and didn't save me the last bite." So that means you don't really love me. That's oh, what she. She watched the brothers. Watch TV. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah, she watched the brothers. The last bite. <laughs> that last chicken bone. <laughs> that last wing. <laughs> And, you know, sometimes I say, well, sometimes I don't care. Especially if I'm really hungry. I'm like, well, I guess I don't, nigga. I'm eating this. Mm. So, what you, I mean, so, you know, bottom line, what we're talking about tonight is the ungrateful wife. So, bottom line, fellas, here's the question of the evening. Would you say that your wife is grateful or ungrateful? I tell her point blank, she don't appreciate me. <laughs> so, I'm saying I tell her she ungrateful. <laughs> Anybody else? Rodney Myers act mine acts ungrateful, but she tells me and she she tells me that she's grateful. Oh yeah. That that I left out. They that that is that one. Oh no, no, that's not true. Okay. <laughs> she tells me she's grateful all the time on the regular, but her actions oh no, man. So are you saying that your wife doesn't give you compliments or write you little love notes to show her appreciation for you? Yeah, she does. Okay. That's a grateful action. Yeah, but I mean, she still like the food, though. <laughs> don't don't get it twisted. A lot of y'all brothers got, got some... Got, we all got the same common pains, trust me. <laughs> Anybody else? If you were to call it, you know, you got to call one side of the corner or the other. Is your wife, your lady, grateful or ungrateful? I think you kind of you kind of uh, cleared it up a little bit by saying that um, that they have grateful actions. Mm-hmm. Because for me, as far as saying it, no. But there are those little little grateful <laughs> actions that I see from time to time, and you know, I guess that's supposed to get me by. But you know, it is what it is. You take what you can get. Um, so, yeah, I do get the little actions, but as far as the verbal, no. Well, what about when, you know, when other people, you know, shower, shower you with the, the verbal praise and appreciation? Does that make your wife feel proud of you, or is she kind of resentful of you when other people are like, yeah, you know, T-Hawk, that guy's great, you know, I, he's just a wonderful guy. I mean, how does that make your wife feel? Does that make her feel proud that you're her husband, or is she kind of like, uh uh, you know, you don't know this guy that I have to live with. That's it. You just said it. Mm. You just said it. No, that's not mine. So she's proud to have you as her husband. Yeah, yeah. We we went through a similar situation like that uh, when I update y'all on the fast. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. We was at, we was at half notes and. Uh, you know, a group of single ladies sat across from us, and they were talking about, you know, it was so great, you know, you're good to have a man. She was like, yeah, I wouldn't trade him in for anything in the world, you know, blah, 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 and all that. And, you know, the ladies started getting a little too friendly, but my wife was cool about it. 
<laughs> she had a head of household in the presence. You know how to act. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> mm. But T-Hall, you said that, you know, a little bit of maybe resentment. Do you think that, you know, sometimes... Uh, it feels like our wives are, are competing with us on some level, you know, with the, the tit for tat, you know, the it's like a competition almost. I believe so. I believe I believe so. Um and I'm not gonna use the word resentment. I think that's a little harsh, but I will say that the competition factor is there. Um, don't know where it came from. Maybe it's just one of those marriage woes, I'm not sure. But the competition factor is definitely there, and I would have loved to have gotten one of those, you know, comments that Ike's wife gave. You know what I mean? Um, now mine will show it though. Her actions are pretty much her way of doing it. You know, she'll she'll treat me like like his his wife said. You know, but sometimes we as men we need to hear it. Yeah, that is true. We need to hear it. I mean, you can act any way you want. And some people say actions speak louder than the words, but I hear you, but sometimes I want to hear you. I don't want you to just assume that what you're doing is 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 showing me what I need to be shown. You got to tell me sometimes. Cuz that's what they say that. They say, "Well, yeah. We we say, "Well, I'm going to show you I love you." And they say, "Yeah, but I want to hear it." Yeah, that's what that's what yeah. What I was gonna follow up with. You know what I mean? mean? Go ahead. Do y'all, I mean, do you feel that you're taking for granted sometimes? Yeah, I do. Why so? Well, I can tell she doesn't want to admit it. Like I said earlier, that there are things that I automatically will do, and I'm gonna say is. Partial age and is partial, partially having common sense that she doesn't have to worry about will get done, and she slips on that because she 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 takes it for granted that that's always going to happen and she knows it's going to happen and she doesn't stop and say, "Wow, I, thanks for doing that." You know, where if it was somebody else, it would be like pulling teeth. You know, but you get so used to something, you know, it's just a normal transition, I guess, that sometimes you take things for granted until you're almost about to lose it. Let me say this to you. Go ahead. Um, Up to maybe the last five or six years, I've surrounded myself with men that are faithful to their wives. Prior to that, I couldn't tell you one. Everybody that I knew cheated. I was good at it, didn't mind doing it, didn't have a conscience. Um, um, when you surround yourself with men that that live that way, it kind of makes it easier for you to live that way. Um, but in in most situations, it's it's hard to be faithful. It's hard. Um, marriage throws a lot of curveballs at you, you know, curveballs that make you say, I mean, why am I still putting up with X, Y, Z, you know. Um, 
and then you know, and then to not to not get a woman's number or or meet a new female friend, just a friend or just somebody to talk to, or or not to talk to a woman of the opposite sex about your marriage because she may be able to give you some information, but then it can lead to something else. There's a lot of things that we do as men, as far as restraint is 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 involved. Um, that's hard for us as men, you know, because we were taught to do something totally different. And I think that when that's taken lightly by a wife, it becomes a problem. When they say, "Well, you you're supposed to do that," yeah, I'm supposed to do it, but don't. It doesn't mean I'm comfortable with it. You follow what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think if I, I think sometimes, and this just may be the case, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe some people wise, maybe they don't believe that their husbands are under, you know, pressure from other women. Yeah. You know, I don't think I don't think a lot of wives really. I think they just get so complacent and just used to. Seeing their husbands as the you know that that you know regular old dude that they don't see another woman really swoon over mm-hmm. over their husband you know yeah but but but, but 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 you know it's not even that and 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 look good words because sometimes they they think we have no options oh yeah they do okay now they ain't got no options he just come on home every night <laughs> but it's, it's 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 a choice that we make to come home every night. Because we can choose to do other things. We can choose to not argue about these things that we argue about. We can choose not to even discuss it. We can choose to just go handle it. But I think that when you bring it up and you say, okay, well, these are problems that we're having and we need to talk about it, we need to fix it, I think that that needs to be an emergency with the woman. If the woman says, oh, yeah, whatever, you just complain, oh, yeah, whatever, you know, just brushes it off, that's a problem. Because then we look at it and say, but so why are we coming home every night? Hey, if I right. can't get, you know what I'm saying? If I can't get from this one person that's supposed to get, if I can't get this satisfaction or this conversation or this sense of urgency, why am I coming home? Because somebody else will give you that sense of urgency, like tomorrow. Mm. And again, for us, it's 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 difficult fighting off that temptation because we know it's there. And of course, women want us. You know, we we have options, but we gotta think about the times that we out. We gotta think about the times that we out and see somebody that fits the mood, and then we just turn our head and say, "Nah, nah, I can't do it. Keep moving." Ooh. Is that your hotel room? Hello. Sorry about that, brothers. Um, good words, but. This is kind of a difficult question. Um, do wives even know how to show appreciation to us? I mean, do, do they know? No, they don't. Why don't no. they know? Huh? Go ahead. I said, what you say? No, that was somebody else. Oh. No. Um, I think they know because... There, there's some. We're so much giving them appreciation and stuff that um, when it's time for them to give it to us, they don't know how to do it. Mm-hmm. I think they have a lot of misconceptions. I really think women 
don't really understand men. I really think, you know, you know, women think, okay, well, this is the night I'm going to do something special. You know, just to let them know, you know, hey, whatever. And they're going to do that little special thing, you know, but it's not it's not about that. Sometimes it's just like the brother was saying, all you got to do is just say it. Mm-hmm. And when you say it, actually mean it. Mm-hmm. And actually be able to say it to strangers and not be embarrassed to say it. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about looking like you're a weak woman or something like that. Just go and say it. You're proud to have your man in your life, and you don't care who knows that. that sometimes that goes a long way to just doing something special. It does, man. We simple, man. We don't need none of that other stuff. We'd like to have it, but we don't need it. We don't told, need what they need for validation. I told my wife the other day, I said, you know, I said, y'all think y'all power. It really lies between your lips. If you just, the words you all can say, the words you all use can make a man jump off a cliff. Mm -hmm. I said, but y'all don't even see that. Jump straight off a cliff with no parachute. Yeah. A woman woman just used some encouraging words, you make you build a house. You can get whatever she wants. (laughs) <laughs> I, 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 for the life of me, cannot figure that one out. That is a that's one of the craziest mysteries of the planet, the universe. They, with the lip, can get whatever they want, but they choose to do something else with that lip. Yep. And get resistance. And even furthermore, fellas, that if they if they actually you know gave some good words, some some encouraging words, we wouldn't be as as you know, hot and bothered, you know, when it comes to sex. That, that'll push it out a couple of days. She say, you know what, you're doing your thing around here. I'm proud of you, you know. Versus not saying anything, and then it's just like, well, you know, you can give me some booty this week. Oh, I mean, what's, I mean, because that, that's, 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 that's how we feel appreciated, you know. But at the same time, we need that, that feedback as well, you know. But do y'all think that girlfriends, Beyonce's are better at showing appreciation to their man than wives are. No, oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Why, con- why is that? Different conditions, different setup, different sense of purpose. Their their objective is to get married. Yeah. That's all they focus on. So after that, it's just like, all right, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, after that, oh, oh, after that, they may have to realize, oh, snap, now I got to live with this person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And some of them choose to try to adapt and approach it as a team. Some of them say, you know what, forget that. I'm going to still be the same person I was before I met him. He fell in love with me. So forget it. I don't care if we do clash. I'm not changing me. Mm. Some pick that road. And some just do a complete 180. I, you know, I miss single life. I miss the excitement and the newness of dating. Mm. They won't ever say that. Go ahead, Pete. So, what about the woman that brags to her friends? They don't. They don't. They don't. You know, they don't praise you in front of you. You know, saying that hey, you you're a great husband. Thank you. 
But they brag to their friends about you. But you well, know they why they're bragging, right? The anyway, they got to have something to talk about when their friends are talking about their husband. Mm. And then some of the friends will come in and come get you. <laughs> <laughs> sure. You got to be careful with that. Because she ain't telling you nothing, so she got you walking around with your head down. And her friends are like, oh, that's him? That's the Superman? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, when she meets you, she's like, wow. And you looking like that little dude on the 2 Chains album cover with his head down. <laughs> <laughs> no lie. You know, because, I mean, they keep on and they'll be replaced. You well, they don't that. believe that. They don't believe it. Nope. They don't believe it. Trust me, I know. My, <laughs> my my ex is somewhere in Virginia right now, somewhere in this world, walking around in a spike meat joint with that Malcolm X camera angle. Like, I can't believe it's over. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who on this call has been actually to a divorce. But when you walk out of that courtroom, they give you this look like, I cannot believe what's about to happen. Yeah, no more me. That's about to happen. <laughs> because they didn't think that it was going to, or worse than that, when they get served with the papers. Mm. And That's it's what like, reality well, not only reality, but what can we do to fix it? By that time, let me tell you. There's it's nothing over. they can do to fix it. Over. It's done. I'm trying to say garbage with me, man. I'm like, chick, please. Please, there's nothing you could do. You have all the opportunities, all the opportunities to make it right. You know, and then and then you look back on all those conversations, all those pleading, and come on, let's try to make it, let's try to do this, let's try to, ah, till you're blue in the face. And, you know, and they only hear you. When it's over. I had a nurse call my mom over the week for my wedding day. Mm-hmm. And sent my mama to try to try to change my mind. <laughs> and told your mom? Yeah, and told my mama she got hyped like she was Ray Lewis or something. Told my mama she was going to get me back no matter what. And my mama just had to, you know, deflate up over and say, you know, he's getting married. I think it's over. No. <laughs> He's done. He's done. <laughs> I think that photo said it was a long time ago. You late. Yeah, yeah. But it's a trip when they finally get it. Like, oh, snap. He, he really did get enough of me. Mm. And I'm going to go out on a limb and say this. And I may be wrong. I may be wrong. But it, it's not easy to be a married woman. Huh? I just don't think so. Because I know so many that aren't. I know so many that are sitting there looking at their friends that are married and be like, oh, wish I had me a good man. Mm, man, you're saying something now, bro. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? When you have it and then you lose it, I would have rather never had it. Mm, that's deep right there. I would have rather never had it than have that feeling. And obviously it works on both sides. You know what I mean? But for a woman, I think that they are bred to be married. Your wedding date, you got to, you know, your, you know, their whole life is about that wedding date. Yeah, American women, yeah. 
Yeah. It's about that wedding date. So think about that. Think about think about if your whole if you were bred to go to college. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And then you you that's all you you school high school everything. You just go to college, a certain college. A college that your parents went to. And then you mm-hmm. get there and get kicked out the first semester for whatever reason. <laughs> I'd rather have never been than live with that. So, you know, that's like a woman saying, my goal was to get married, my only goal was to get married, and then I got kicked out. Hmm. And, and, and speaking of uh, kicked out, I'm going to play this for you real quick. It's uh, 10 seconds. Great words. But listen to this. Each week, from across America, two families are chosen. Has anybody ever heard of the TV show Wife Swap? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have y'all ever watched it? I did once. Have I you tried. Ever... You, you tried? Yeah. Yeah, I watched it a few times back when it was brand brand new. You know, exactly. it's syndication now. But have you ever thought about swapping her out for for somebody else's wife, or maybe Tracy from the office? Nah, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I'm not trading my wife, dude. Nah. Uh-uh. Well, what about this? If you could swap her out for a celebrity, who who would it be? Oh my God, Rodney! Why are you gonna do that to me? Because <laughs> my, oh my. my wife knows I'm obsessed with Angela Bassett. <laughs> so you swap her out for Angela? <laughs> I wouldn't. I'm ashamed to say yes. Only because of Angela Bassett, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that would be short-lived anyway. Yeah, yeah, and I'm sure you know what I mean. That. It, I'm sure she's crazy as hell, too. Probably. You know that. <laughs> you know that. There ain't no sane one out there. I'm sure she's crazy as hell, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't swap mine for a celebrity. Either. Okay. I mean, you know, most of us, we just want what we have. Bag right. <laughs> I don't think it's, you know what I mean? I don't think that that's the answer. You know, to just swap them out. You know, because you might still get want worse. it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You, you still want, you still going to want it to be right. But, but, T-Hawk, T-Hawk, I mean, yeah. does your wife know that she has something good? Does she know that? Because wouldn't she act different? You know, if, I don't know. I mean, does she? Do you think she knows that she has something really good? Let's say. I mean, this. really good. Let's let's say this in a general way. Um, I don't know how to say this in a general way. <laughs> say it, say it, brother. Yeah, I don't know how you gonna say it in a general way. <laughs> you have to know what really good is to answer that question. So you're saying, let me help you, let me add some texture to what you're saying. You're saying your wife would be more grateful if she had personally experienced 
or knew what it was like if her man didn't take care of her. If her man I, was, I, you know, running I, the husband, you know, running the streets. I I think I think that would probably be yes. That may help help a little bit. Um, I don't know how that would ever happen, but I think that, you know, I mean, you have to know, and then and then again, sometimes maybe you don't have to have a personal experience. You just look around at your friends and see what they go through, mm. and the things that you that you're not going through. See what their husbands do versus what your husband does. You know what I'm saying? And and it's not always perfect. Believe me, we all have our flaws. But, you know, we, we try to raise the bar as men the best that we can. Hey, hey T. Hall. Yep. Hey, man, when I talk to you, my sexual fast update, I got I got. I think I got a solution for you. <laughs> I think. I don't. <laughs> so he don't know for sure, he thinks. I, I don't know, but I think. But, you know, back to T-Hawk's point, and it, I, I'll put it like this, true or false. If your wife is not singing your praises, you're not doing something right, true or false. If your wife is not singing your praises, you are not doing something right. Is that, false. Is that statement true false. or false? False. 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 Why y'all say false? False. I mean, because... Women, they 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 don't they don't sing praises like that, right? Oh, not married women anyway. You, you you know what I'm saying? My my wife, my wife, uh, will be thankful she got me, glad she got me, telling about the world she got me. But then she'll turn right back around and she, this is her pet peeve. Why do you drink water so loud? And, and I always have to get up the way. I said, we need to find a man that drinks more quietly. Mm. <laughs> and, then off, and then off we go. Mm-hmm. So, no, they don't sing our praises like that, man. I mean, I mean, you just, you, 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 there's just a way to communicate that. Sometimes it's by saying it, sometimes it's with actions. And, you know, when you when you actually sit down with your wife and you talk to her about it, then you know. Mm. Yeah, I think that I think that um, the person has to be a non-selfish individual. The person, and when I say that, the person can't be um, always looking for something to give something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, well, what do you do for me? Mm. You know what I'm saying? When it's always the, yeah, I'm gonna praise you, but why are you not praising me? You know. And 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 that tit for tat competition thing prevents a lot of women, I think, from, from. I mean, well, they actually miss out, because I think it's a privilege to have someone to praise, whether it be man or woman. It's a privilege to have someone in your life you could be like, I finally found someone that's good for me. You know what I mean? Because so many people are singing a different song. So for you to be in a situation and say, I finally found the love of my life, somebody that cares for me, that wants to take care of me, and that is right by me, that I trust and makes me feel secure at night. Yeah. You know, when you can't say those things, there's something wrong. 
But what's even worse is when you should say those things and you don't say those things. There's something even worse. Well, because that means – go ahead, go ahead. Well, that's a big thing that you said. How would she know that she should say those things? Um, Any woman? All women are different. Some women you, you some women you don't have to teach that to. And, they already and, know. They already know what to say because they watch their mother say it. Well, well, let's talk about let's talk about the woman you know the best, D.O. What about your wife? What about her? you say your dad? She has, um, let's say, and again, you know, I try to speak as general as possible. Right, um, right. I'm my kidding. wife, my wife, particularly is the, not the verbal one. You see what I'm saying? She will show the best way that she can. And I'll just have to say, okay, well, I, you know, I get it. It's like sign language. Some of it you're going to pick up, some you ain't. You see what I'm saying? But you know you're communicating. I got you. Feel me? So, you know, certain people stay in their lane. What's comfortable for them, they stay in their lane and try to and try to work that lane. So is it okay for her to stay in her lane when sometimes she should get out of her lane? You got to get out of your lane. Because I'm still using that operative word, should. You, no, you got to get out of your lane. Okay. I don't want to use the operative word should. In a marriage, you have to get out of your lane. You gotcha. signed up in a marriage, in a relationship where you're dating, yeah, you can stay in your lane. That's your that's your protection. That's your force field. In a marriage, all the guards go down. You get out of your lane and jump in that next lane. You see what I'm saying? Because that's where you belong, in the next lane. Mm-hmm. You can't, you can't, you, 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 you just can't keep driving in your lane thinking you're going to get to your destination because you're going to end up at the wrong place. Or the person that you're giving directions to is going to end up at the wrong place. That was pretty deep right there, bro. I'm just saying. I'm trying to answer the question as fast as I can. You know what I mean? But you got to get out your lane. You have to. Have you hit it in the head with that one right there? And I just hit myself in the head with that one. <laughs> <laughs> you can't hit the lane, man. That was that was pretty deep, man. Yeah, yeah, deep. yeah. And and on some level, fellas, I mean, and don't take this so literally, but. On some level, she should almost worship the ground you walk on, you know, if you're doing your thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you talked about it earlier is that, and again, don't take this, you know, literally, but, you know, she should work up, worship the ground that you walk on. You know, if you're doing your thing, you know, she should be singing your praises. I mean, bottom line. But if we were to be honest, fellas, do we still treat her like we did when we first met her? If we were to be honest, probably not. Probably not. And that's a great point you made, and I'm gonna tell you why in a minute. But probably not. And I don't think it's with, with us. It's always see with some people. It's yeah, we already got the prize, so now we don't gotta work no more. I get that part, but you should be treating better. Right. See, we know that in the dating courtship stage, the masks are on. 
you know, the fine silverware is out. Your good Sunday suit is on. You see what I'm saying? But then when you put those things away, now you got to find a way to treat her the best that you can in your comfort zone. And a lot of times, you know, we 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 compare our comfort zone to our Sunday best when our Sunday best isn't really realistic. You follow what I'm saying? Yeah, I follow. The representative is now gone. The representative rolled out. So now it's just you and her. You know what I'm saying? So to answer your question, I think that we, we do, but to the level that we're at now. You no longer have to be extra impressive because you've already got, you know, the marriage established. So you have to do it within your own comfort zone. Because that outside of that comfort zone, then you're going to mess up because now you're trying to be overly impressive, I think. It works. Anybody else? Well, get, you know, getting back on topic um, a little bit here. Great words, fellas. Um, out of all the women that are wise that you personally know, and I'm talking about from your coworkers, your neighbors, you know, to the friends in your circle, you know, the women at your church or wherever, would you say that the majority of them are grateful or ungrateful? Women that you personally know, would you say, if you had to call it one side or the other, would you say that, generally speaking, the majority is grateful or ungrateful? 50-50. You couldn't call it one way or the other? No. Hard to tell, man. You mean grateful with their husbands? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, a lot of times... Um, those same people will look at you and look at your wife and say she's grateful. Hmm? But yeah, I'm just saying, you never know what happens when the when when people go home and the doors are closed. God, that is true. You see what I'm saying? So they may look grateful. They may like, oh yeah, she's a great wife. But get home and it's like, yeah, whatever. In terms of in terms of witnessing. Uh, someone else's problems, that's when she'll probably verbally, and I've had it, had it done to me, that's when verbally it comes out, oh, I'm glad I have you. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you see something and then you thankful because you don't have to put, go through it, but guess what? On the other hand, you'll flip right back to what you do. But does ungratefulness seem to be a, a common problem for women in general? I mean, they're moody, they're grumpy, they complain all the time. Does it seem to be a common problem for women in general? Yeah, I think so. I mean, there, I mean, a lot. I know some couples, and I know some married couples where the husband, you know, is a religious cheater. You know, he, he's a he cheats like crazy. You know, it, 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 so he's so far gone to where he don't, you know, he don't even see what he's doing wrong. Wow. You know, by cheating on his wife. Now, does his wife appreciate him? No. No, she doesn't. And does he see it? No, because he's too busy cheating. No idea. He has no idea. Can we talk about him for a minute? Yeah, go ahead. Um, 
and he he cheats religiously. Yeah, he cheats. I mean, he's rationalized it. He this is you know he has his wife. He'll tell me, say, I got my wife, and then I have my women. And my women know they can never come above my queen, and they know that's the queen, and she always comes first. Whatever she needs, that's what I do. But you know, I also have my women. Is he is he is he um a dishonest person outside of all that cheating? Is who is this guy we talking about? The dude, no. Yeah, yeah. So he's pretty straight up dude. You know what I mean? Do whatever you need. Yeah, the guys yeah. you can depend on. Oh, absolutely. So do you think that he's greedy? <laughs> I I think that he is seriously addicted to women. And I, I, I don't know if it's a sexual addiction or what, but it does not matter. I mean, we could be talking, and he could just see a pretty woman, and it, it's almost like he's about to have a heart attack. It stops him. Yeah. It's like it's the most amazing thing ever to him. And nine times the ten, he's got to say something to her. So he obviously married the wrong woman. He doesn't believe that. And the reason why I say that because I do, I do believe that there is one woman for every man. I believe that if you meet the right woman, she'll keep you home. That that, that you will be a fiend for that one woman. I, I've met him and others. I can tell you right now. I don't care who this dude marries. He's going to cheat. <laughs> so he's greedy. He's greedy. He wants more than he can consume. That's all that is. I know people just like that. They got the great woman at home. I mean, so we think, again, we're not going home with them. But they, they, they talk about this wife, that she's God's gift. But then they're out there with whoever. I mean, women that are, you know, less attractive than wife. Don't matter. It's just greed. And I've seen this dude actually talk other guys into cheating on their wives. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And these guys are like, I mean, it's like they don't seem alike. And I'm like, wow. And they just you know, totally taking the focus off their wives. You know what I'm saying? They're not even paying attention to it, but their wives are saying just little things. And it's like she don't know, but you could tell that if he wasn't so consumed with other women, that he wouldn't be doing it. You know, he would they would they wouldn't be so disconnected emotionally and whatever, spiritually and whatever. And it's just so obvious. And I told him, I said, look, I don't approve of it. I said, but if you ever lie and you use my name to say you was at my house when you wasn't, I said you you caught. I'm not lying for you. Yep. I know the moment I lie, my wife is going to be looking at me like, what in the world? Yeah, because they consider you you're a cheater, too. I've heard that. Exactly. And I told them, I'm not playing that game with you. <laughs> Birds of a feather. You know, that's what they think anyway. But, And I, I want to go back just a little bit and, um, you know, we, with, with regard to ungratefulness, um, you know, I don't want to paint all women as being ungrateful. Um, you know, just like all men aren't bad, the same goes for, for women. There's some very good, caring, understanding, and loving women out there. But, you know, with those ladies that, you know, he's cheating with, if you were to go into their minds, um, would you say that, that 
that they're grateful or ungrateful for I, for him? I think some of them are grateful because I think, you know, and we'll we'll, we'll clear this up more, more on my on my sexual fast update. But I think uh, uh, there's men and women out there pressed for a man that any piece of a man they, they can get, they will accept on the most ridiculous of terms and be happy with it. Knowing that it will never go anywhere, knowing that you would never be higher than another woman, you know, and they accept it. Now, does that mean she just stopped it with him? Probably not. He's probably one of many. Because mm-hmm. the game goes both ways, and I tried to tell him that too. Well, I mean, you know, he, I mean, some people, um, I mean, you know, we always talk about guys like Tiger Woods. You know what I mean? You, 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 it was the right thing to do was to get married, so he thought. Doesn't mean that you're ready for marriage. Doesn't mean that you're ready for commitment or you know anything of it. It just means that that's the right thing to do at the time. I think he did it for business reasons. Exactly. He did it. He was young. He had everybody else. His He was getting older. And his his peers were married with wife. I mean, it was a good look. Okay, now let me go get that look. Try to be like Michael Jordan. <laughs> yeah. You know what Better I mean? Better endorsements, family man endorsements. For sure, for sure. And it ended up biting because because at the end of the day, you're like, this ain't you know, not really really what I want. I still got some 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 play left in me. But what about that guy that cheats because he's unhappy? We're not talking about that guy that Ike was talking about. What about the next guy that cheats because he's just unhappy, because he's unappreciated, he's, you know, whatever the case may be. We hear all the time about the first thing to go in in, in marriage is the intimacy and and then to follow the sex. So what do you do? I think that guy has missed a step. I think the first thing he should do is get a divorce. That's okay. what I did. And that's first, what I did. First, before stepping out. Yeah, that's what I did because I, I knew it, it, you know, I wasn't about to do that. I wasn't about to give her more ammunition to shoot back at me. Yeah. Yeah. And if, if there's nothing left and I can think of other women and I can always think about other women and always fantasize about other women and I fantasize about other women and enjoying talking to other women and having emotional affairs and, and loving to talk to these women and hating to talk to her. It's like, hey, it's over. Yeah. yeah I mean, it, it is really over. There's no need in faking the fall, in my opinion. You're just prolonging it and making it worse. Yeah. You say because there's no changing. There's no changing. I mean, you know, like you said earlier, you know, you try to talk to them. They don't want to hear it till it's over. And what do you do at that point? I always left a woman where she couldn't say anything bad about me unless she lied. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's exactly. It just just in a marriage it's different. In dating, yeah, we always like to leave more. You know. Well, no, the marriage it can be with that door open, (laughs) but you know, so we can come on back. You know, but marriage is different. 
Well, you're going you're gonna to try harder. You're going to try first. Try first. I'm going to try first. Yeah. You know, but if it doesn't get better, and I know the reason why it's not getting better, it's time to split the, you know, the property and move on. I mean, it's the same in the marriage to the Hulk. I mean, because, you know, my ex, she wanted a divorce for years yeah. before I finally gave in and gave it to her. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you may be right. I just think that, you know, when when the marriage is dissolved, it's a bigger impact on everybody involved. Oh, absolutely. It's, Especially yeah, if you got kids. Yeah, you got kids, family members, kids. You got um f- uh, families that have kids that y'all now hanging out with. It's just a lot of people that are involved. Now, you got church members that now they don't know how to act. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? It's just, you know, yeah, it's, it's huge. Because. <laughs> <laughs> Which team you on? Pick your team. You on my yeah, team? Yeah, or? yeah, yeah. Pick a team. They, right. they, they used to seeing one person. When the two of y'all show up, they see one person. Right. Now it's like who are the who are the two of y'all? We don't even know y'all like that, you know. I'm going through that with a friend of mine now. She's she's uh, going through a divorce, and you know they both came to our wedding and everything. So she was always a friend of mine, you know. I just met her husband through her, but it was like, you know, I don't really talk to that dude. You, you know what I'm saying? He, yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's a sickness. 
That's somebody that needs to see somebody. Yeah, I got one woman that I personally know that um, she said her husband made her cry out in public. And I don't know what Ooh. the situation I can't remember what it was, but what do y'all think about that? I mean, literally Ooh. made her cry. She said that, that he made her cry. What do y'all no. think? How do you make somebody cry? <laughs> how do you see that? How do you even, how, how, do, how does her face look when she even told you that? How do you make somebody cry? I don't understand that one. Well, yeah, what, I mean, what was it that he did? Yeah. yeah. Hey, look, look. He could have got down on one knee, you know what I mean, and gave her a diamond ring, and she started to cry in public. And? <laughs> yeah, but I I'm mean, like, there's so many ways, you know. Yeah. But it, it, it wasn't the, the ring, definitely not. It was something. Did, did, did he was it, was it her behavior? Yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I just got the one side. You know, I don't talk to him. You know. oh, yeah. Did he, yeah. he give her a wet willy? Did he give her a football? I mean, I don't know. Did he talk about her mother? Did he say your mama? Did he give her your mama joke? I'm like, no. What What did he do to make you cry? That sounds like some high school stuff right there. Did she tell yeah. you that? What did he do? Yeah, I mean, she told me, but I honestly don't remember because I was blown by the fact that she was like, he made me cry in public. Yeah. Because I'm like you, I mean, it, 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 she chose to cry. Yeah. How about I go make you cry? Like, yeah, what do you say? I'm going to make you feel bad about the way you feel about you. He may yeah. have been expressing himself, and she wasn't ready to hear it. Yeah. I mean, for, you know, to 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 put on a show in a public place, and throw a, a, a little temper tantrum like a two-year-old. I mean, yeah, yeah. you have 100% control over how you react, you know, exactly. to his actions. And that's what I was, that was my response to her. I was like, come on now, you can't be, come on now. I, I, I don't see how a grown woman could just let a man make her cry unless, you know, he was being physical with her or he was just being so abrasive in public to where she just really... You know, I don't know. My wife, last thing my wife gonna do is cry. Yeah, she's gonna get you later. Yeah, she gonna hold it together. She gonna hold it together. You know, she ain't gonna give up no tears now. No. But are, are some women ungrateful just because they want attention? Probably. Temper tantrum. Mm-hmm. That's, how, that's their way of acting out. Exactly. Women, I have never known a woman that has ever gotten mad or sick of attention. All women love attention. My eight-year-old, she is an attention vampire. I, <laughs> she just soaks it. She can't. She she's so bad with attention. She can't stand other people's birthday. Wow. <laughs> 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 that day. And I'm trying, and I'm working on breaking up with that. So just imagine all the women that grew up just like my eight year old, didn't have nobody there to try to monitor that and break them from that. Mm-hmm. They just how they walk around here full grown, and they thinking any and everything should be about them in mm-hmm. all situations. Right now, I'm, I'm here in Kentucky, and I brought a colleague with me, someone on our staff. 
female. Uh-huh. We had, yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, go ahead, huh? And we had a business lunch today. And this chick, for the whole time she was there, she talked about herself. <laughs> now, now, keep in mind now, keep in mind, I'm, I'm up for management now. I'm up for management. So we can talk about goals, aspirations, you know, future plans. All the only thing she did was complain to me about where she came from and how this is jacked up and how she know what we're doing wrong. And I was like, so why don't you, why don't you start, you know, implementing some figures? You know, that's a good idea. I guess I could do that. And she went back to talking about herself. Hmm. Does she have a man? Yeah, she does. He's probably taught a hen, huh? <laughs> You're probably glad to see her go. You're like, have a good trip, honey. <laughs> and, I said, and I said to myself, I see why she ain't got no ring because she don't listen. She don't stop. She don't stop. She just, I mean, she talk, and then she lies. Get over there. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> No, you're good. You're good. But well, back, I, I mean, back crazy. to the attention piece, um, you know, I, maybe it's just me, but what more What more can a wife want from a husband that takes care of the bills and doesn't cheat? She wants it. She wants Huh? I mean, come on now. What more she, does she want? Takes care of the household, everything running, you know, AC, garage, door, you know, cable flowing, internet, smartphone, you know, clothes allowance, shop, beat them all up. You know, what, what more do they want? He don't cheat, and he takes care of them. Right. Perfection. She wants perfection. <laughs> a pound of flesh. Yeah. I think you need a little bit more than that, though. I need a little bit more than saying, well, you know, I take care of the bills and I don't cheat. <laughs> but, T.R., tell me then, what's the definition? What's the definition of a good man? What's the definition? I mean, I mean. Pay the bills and won't cheat. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you, 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 I don't know, man. We fill in the rest. We, we fill, fill in the rest. We fill in the rest. We, yeah. Right now, you, you know what a good man is. A good man knows what a good man is. Yeah. It's just the rest of the world, don't know. Exactly. Yeah, so, well, I, mean, I mean, why do why do people ask? So many people are asking, where have all the good men gone? Because we don't have a definition of what a good man is, and when you do see one, you don't even know it. <sighs> well, 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 it's not that. I just think that I think that the counterpart is not recognizing them publicly. Mm. That's why they're flying under the radar. Mm. He could be sitting right next to you in the restaurant, and you wouldn't know because there's no praise. Mm. Mm. My man got a point. Man, this guy speaking tonight. (laughs) (laughs) I'm seeing this guy. (laughs) He on one. He on one. He is. I mean, you know, he getting it in. Well, I mean, you know, you've been driving down my driveway, so I'm, you know. You know, I'm fluent. I'm fluent. You're honking the horn in your driveway. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, because, I mean, but he, that brother's on to something because if enough people knew about how the brothers, how y'all take care of home and do your thing, I mean, would they be asking that question? You know, where have all the good men gone? Well, I mean, we're right here every Tuesday. Mm-hmm. They can find us. We're right here. We're, we're we're at home, you know, in a, in our basements, or you know, we're on travel, or you know, but I mean, we're right here. So if they knew 
about us, would they be asking that question? Well, a lot of them know. And you know what it is, is you become a sought-after hot item. You get compared to her man, and he falls short. Then the gleam gets in her eye for you. And this is where it comes down to how women disrespect women, where we we don't do that to each other, you know. And if she sees you got a good man, and if, you're, if your woman is the type of woman that runs her mouth and lets everything know, She's opening up the gates, you know, for for future problems for herself. Because if he's weak at any moment, he's going to cave. That's good words. You know, going back to, you know, being a good man, taking care of home, all that good stuff. Sometimes, do you feel a little bit like you're being used? And that, that's that's kind of a difficult question, but you know, because I don't think it's your wife's intent, you know, to use. You know, I don't think that's it. No, I wouldn't say use. I say neglected. Okay. I, I, I let I let mine know. I feel neglected. I'm feeling neglected. I'm feeling like you need to give me a little attention, and you need to pamper me a little, you know. But then again, I don't know if it depends on my age, because you know, <laughs> you know, the game is over. You know, it ain't about the game no more. Here it is, it's out on the table. You know, and I'll tell her quick. I said uh, I'm feeling a little, little forgotten, a little neglected. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do the same thing with mine. I speak up. We usually have a little quick argument. She always give me points on something I ain't do, and I don't care. Because she's like, I ain't trying to hear it then. She's going and gives up. And she said, okay, I'll do better. You know, yeah. in, in mine show, because like I, I said last time when we went to a restaurant, and, you, you know, she got up and she got me whatever I wanted. You know, it wasn't an issue of, you know, you, you want something and okay, you know, so... That was her way of showing me, you know, and I accepted it gracefully, and I didn't, I didn't abuse it, you know. And, and other than neglect, this is an easy one. What, what do y'all think is the number one complaint from men? The number one. <sighs> other than neglect. About their woman or woman in general. About their woman. What do they do? The mouth. Yeah, nagging, nagging. exactly. Yeah, I mean they they hound us until we get it, you know. And if we still don't get it, then she some unfortunately in some cases she might resort to name calling or you know scold us like a child. And you know I heard one guy say he said my wife is not happy until she make me unhappy. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) You know that's crazy. Oh, man, my wife, man, she tried to, matter of fact, going back to that whole uh, fast update, she tried to dress me before we went out to the club. She told me what I was going to do. Oh, man, that's good. I purposely put on something different. 
And then when we got in the car, she's like, hey, man, you know, she's, you know, I didn't wear the pants. I didn't wear the pants she wanted me to wear. She's like, these ain't the pants I told you to wear. Like, <laughs> she's like, well, I was like, so so what are you saying? She's like, well, you know, I, I told you what pants to wear. I was like, my mom is in Jackson, Mississippi. Right. That's <laughs> my mama. So last I checked, you're my wife. So this is what I'm wearing, and, you know, we're just going to rock this. <laughs> I mean, is it, is it still true that these women, I mean, we can't live with them, can't live without them? Mm. <laughs> I'm never going to ever admit to that. <laughs> There's always a replacement. There's always a replacement. <laughs> hey, you can't live without them. You can't live without them. That's correct. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. Can't, yeah, I mean, you know, them in Damn. general. Damn. Them in general. Not just the one, though. No. Hey, man, there's, there's every every day there's hundreds of brand new nineteen year olds. Y'all can impress. Oh, I, I, I can't go that far. Back. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, you go trade up, and you know you get about you get about ten good years out of, it, and you kick it to the curb, get you another nineteen year old. Wow, <laughs> that's good. But I mean, you know, for some guys, for some guys, fellas, you know, after you know, a, a major breakup or a divorce. I mean, are, are, do some guys rather not want to have a serious relationship ever again? I mean, yeah. would they rather be alone than get involved in a relationship with a woman who's possibly ungrateful and, and doesn't care and becomes neglectful? I did for eight months. Eight months I didn't even want to look. Get, just go away from me, you know. <laughs> Cause I was so pissed off, mm-hmm. you know, and, and and see, and and I used to, I used to destroy my own relationships, you know, because I was the type of guy. I tell a woman, look, I don't trust you, and I'm in a relationship with you. I don't trust you. The only woman I trust is my mama. So, right then and there, she's on alert. Mhm. Yeah, I mean, when I got divorced, I was very angry with women. And I could not see myself being in a serious relationship, let alone married, not even married or in a serious relationship with another woman. Mm. I was like, forget it. You know, I just applied to play the field. Took me eight months. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, regarding the ungratefulness piece, and, you know, I schools us every week on this, but have you ever tried sitting your, your lady down and sharing your concerns with her? <laughs> when don't I? <laughs> I mean, how does that work out? I mean, does it work? Is it effective? I mean, it's just like it just goes in one end out the other. And sometimes it go. I can see it going in and go out the other because she got her mind up. It's going to go the way she wants it to be, you know. And then sometimes I just decide that I'm going to have to backdoor this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's not even even worth going through this this long conversation about it. I think that, um, and I did have that conversation. It was actually a very productive conversation um, with mine, um, and it's got a lot to do with her upbringing, and it's got a lot to do with, like I said earlier, staying in your lane, not being afraid. I mean, I mean, being afraid to switch lanes. Um, when you get to a point where where you know it's the right thing to do, but you just don't do it for whatever reason, you just haven't figured out how to transition yourself 
to become that person. You know, um, I'll give you a perfect example. We we my my wife has this lady in her life that is like a mother, okay, because her mother's no longer living, and um, she's always been this person, and I've respected her for it, and just that's just who she is. She's this person to my wife, and um, my wife described her talking to somebody else because we we were actually spending time with her over the weekend and she was telling somebody else that she was with her friend right mm-hmm. um so when she got off the phone I was like why do you call her a friend she's so much more than a friend she's like a godmother to you she said yeah 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 you know she knows it mm. exactly you know I'm like but that's that that's how she is you know I I can be the same thing you know yeah, he knows it. You know, if you if you if you if you believe that you do enough that you don't have to say it, you assume that other people understand their role and that you appreciate them. And I yeah. think that's huh? Go, go ahead, brother. And I think that's when you stay in your lane. You need to get over and you need to tell people, Yes, this is what you mean to me. This is how how you are. You know what I'm saying? This is how valuable you are to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so with mine, I understand that that's probably the way she came up. Nobody told her how valuable she was. Nobody expressed to her that this is how you have to talk to people and explain to them how you feel. You know, so now that it's going on and it's like, okay, this is a new thing in this marriage because this is how we're going to communicate. And she's having, I think it's just a transitional thing that she's going through. Just like a lot of other women, they got got to get out their own lane. But but go ahead. Gee, you know, would I, man, it would be a trip if we could go on a double date and take our wives. That would be a trip. Why that so? Ain't, that ain't nothing but setting it up. I know, cause it, it would just be interesting just to just to see just to see your wife, just see the expression on my wife's face if your wife say, "Yeah, he knows it." I know my wife would jump in right then and there, like, well, you know, sometimes that's not good enough. It's not good enough. But but you're right, it's not good enough. And it wasn't good enough when I heard her talking about her godmother, when you referred to her as a friend. It's not good enough. She's been there for you forever. You know what I'm saying? How do you mix that up? Yeah, but you know what you got to do, man, and I do it with mine. You got to keep talking to her and keep driving home. And, and, you know, you can't let up. You have to just keep letting her know, hey, this is what you need to do. I let her know. Because I stay on my Go ahead. I stay on my and she stay on me. So, because we always keep that communication open. But do, do sometimes we feel that we have to walk on eggshells around her? Oh my yeah. <laughs> did, I, did I say something to you in your driveway? <laughs> you know what I used last week? You know what word I used last week? What's that? The word fragile. Mm. That's what I use. Fragile. You know, some people are fragile. You know, you got to watch what you say. Because, you know, it may hurt somebody's feelings. may not be yeah. willing to accept it right then at that point. Yeah, because, I mean, 
Now, now it's worse for me right now when I do crack an eggshell because <laughs> mine automatically just automatically assumes I don't care. So it, it intensifies the reaction for me cracking the eggshell originally. <laughs> so she got to feel that you can't do anything she right. Feel, she feel like, first of all, you crack the eggshell. Second of all, I know, I know you don't care. She say, I know you could care less. And then mm-hmm. down it goes from there. And I could be caring like you and me. Yeah, and the bottom line, fellas, I mean, our wives can be a, a tad bit difficult sometimes. I mean, we try to be creative, you know, but still can't get the response, you know, that you want. You know, <laughs> they don't know what they want, right, man? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if things, if things don't go exactly her way, I mean, she's inflexible, you know. It, it, she's just so inflexible. If things and don't she go don't even know what that, She don't even know what her way is. <laughs> I mean, but could it be, could it be that, you know, she's ungrateful because we haven't put our foot down when we should, you know, dropped it because I said so, you know, no. every now and then. Sometimes, no. sometimes they're just crazy. Mine said to me, we've been off a, we just went and came off a 10-day cruise three weeks ago, three weeks after a 10-day cruise. Mine said, you know, I need to change the scenery. Saw some great stuff. She came back to this. Said, "Man, you know, we need." And, and I told her, I, I killed, I killed, I killed her so quick. I said, "You know what?" I said, first of all, all them damn islands down there look the same to me." First of all, first of all, I said, "You ain't even been to Houston." And I said, "Okay, you." I, I said, "So you want to change the change the scenery?" I said, "Okay, we're gonna we're gonna go to Houston. We're gonna go to Tennessee. We we're gonna keep it in the U.S." Cause that's I you, got right? a question. You don't got spoiled. You tell me talking about a change of scenery. Like, I got know. a question. I got a question for you. Okay. We're planning on going on a cruise, right? Uh-huh. She wants to go to the East Caribbean. She wants to get off. I'm not getting off the ship. I made it perfectly clear. Oh, I'm paid to, I, I paid to be on this ship. I'm not getting <laughs> off the ship. She got a problem with that, right? Now... Now, there's several reasons why I don't want to get off the ship. One, them islands don't have what that ship has. I can go to a movie. I can have some peace. You want to get off? Go on. But I tell you what, don't be back in time. You left. (laughs) 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 You left. Hold on. Let me me just say this. Getting off that boat, and if, if, if you do that, I'm telling you, it will be worth your while. Going to them beaches and chilling in that water. I, I went to one one island. I stayed in the, I stayed on the beach in the water the whole time. I'm telling you, it it, it it's a relaxation for you too, man. I'm telling you, you you can find some peace of mind. Trust me. Just don't let uh-huh. her try to do no shopping trip. Oh well, see that's that's partially hers, you know. Yeah, we're telling right there. That, that would be possible. Don't don't go shopping because all that crap is the same, <laughs> and it's overpriced. 
But I mean, regarding the sacrifices, fellas, um, do you think that she doesn't see or appreciate the sacrifices that you made, or do your actions seem insignificant to her? You know, well, I appreciate. I tell her. I make sure man know. I tell her. I mean, what about anybody else? I mean, does all the sacrifice? You know, the brother just talked about the cruise. I'm talking about the daily, the weekly, the monthly sacrifice. Oh, yeah, make, making sure the door is locked, taking out the tray. I tell man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I tell, I tell man. Yeah, those are those are behind the scenes. It, try to do it. Those are the behind the scenes security jobs. They don't know nothing about. <laughs> no, you need to teach her, brother. Now, see, that's the problem. You need to teach her. I, I let my wife try to mow the yard one time. I said, cut the grass. Go on out there and cut. Push the lawnmower. She's like, you got to push this. She did one little swat. and she was done. Let her learn. So you know what, for a week, I ain't going to take the trash out because you can do it better than me anyway. I don't take it out. <laughs> but, I mean, sometimes, um, you know, do we get to the point where uh, – it's going to start to get difficult, fellas, but to avoid the confrontation, do we suddenly start to withdraw and avoid interactions with her, or we just keep it like you got your half of the mortgage? Okay. You know, or you you going to pick up the baby today? Okay. I'll stop. I mean, does it get to a point, you know, where we start to, you know, just, just, just avoid confrontation or, or interactions with her? All together because you know it's going to end up in a confrontation. Let me say yes. this. Go ahead. Let me say this to you. There was one thing that was invented. It was invented for a reason. It wasn't invented because happy marriage. It was invented because there was a uh, an issue that was undisclosed and untalked about. Mm-hmm. It's called the man cave. <laughs> they thinking we need a man cave because every guy every guy doesn't need a man cave. We can make our whole house the man cave if the whole house is pleasant. But there's certain times where you got to be in a place where this is my area. Don't come down here. Yes, Lord. You know what I mean? Yeah. Why would you say don't come down here? You know, when I'm in my man cave, I need you to leave me alone. That means I need you to be away from me for a little while so I can have some peace. That's mm-hmm. what a man cave is. You got to have that. You got to have that with your wife. You got to. I recorded my wife just so she could hear her own voice, and she said, good God, that would drive me crazy. <laughs> ah. I said it would. Thank you. That's good. I told her, this is what I got to listen to every morning. I said, when you call my name, it's like nails on a chalkboard. Mm-hmm. I said, it drives me crazy. Yeah. Some guys, you know, they bury themselves in work. They stay late in the office. They do oh, office man, they're doing the buddies. Uh-huh. Them dudes are funny. I mean, they be making fat checks. I've seen guys, man, just kill overtime. They're like, all right, we're going to cancel your overtime. Well, I'm just going to work for free. Because <laughs> <laughs> they don't want to go home. <laughs> I, I mean, them dudes, I, I bet you Bob is at work right now. Oh, <laughs> working for free. This dude named Bob, man, this guy, yeah, he, he will not go home just because just it's peaceful at work. Wow. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. That's crazy. Anybody else? Anybody else want to get in there? It's your opportunity. I'm about to switch gears here. You better buckle up. 
Anybody? All right. I've got another clip. This is only 10 seconds, fellas, before I ask the next question. 10 seconds. We have one person to learn. That's our spouse. If we don't know them sexually or any other kind of way to the fullest, then we're not on our job. Is your wife ungrateful because you're slipping in the bedroom? You know, you might have gained a little weight. You're out of shape. You're not lasting as long. You're not giving her much foreplay anymore. Is she ungrateful because you just slipped a little bit in the bedroom? Could that be possible? Well, you could be slipping in the bedroom because she's ungrateful. Mm. You got to say that again. I think you got to rewind that. Say that again. But I think they might have missed that, brother. That was good. You could be slipping in the bedroom because she's ungrateful. Mm. That's deep right there. It's, it's kind of hard to want to just knock the bottom out of something that's ungrateful. <laughs> there you go. That's wow. what I'm talking about. I wow. don't see you putting forth that, uh, you know, that professional level athletic effort. I see you probably doing, you know, high school effort, you know, junior high, you know, maybe preschool, maybe, you know. I don't see you getting it up there with the big boys. It's like, hey, you know, you don't care anyway. Screw it. Let me just go and get mine. Mm. That's where that whole communication thing comes in. She like, you ain't, you ain't, you ain't knocking, you ain't knocking me through the head, boy. Like, you don't make me want to knock you through the head, boy. <laughs> <laughs> what a, what a play. That's real talk. That's that real is talk. Real what you just said, yeah, because you know, you, you know, it, it's not a given. Mm. It's not a given that you're just going to show up and want to really be up in there. But that's how they think we are. They think we just animals like that. Mm-hmm. They, they really do. They think we can just turn it on and we just start raving, man. And the first thing come out of their mouth, what's wrong with you? And you be like, you. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 But I want to I add something to what T-Hawk just said. Um, and this is another clip. Um but I want to add some, some texture to what the brother just said. Because he, he doesn't even know how profound he's being tonight. But I'm going to help him uh, a little bit. This is 60 seconds, fellas. Our sexual urges within a marriage, sometimes they can be unfair to the woman. And I'm only speaking this because of what I've heard. But, um, you know, men have been accused of being insensitive, of trying to get some when it's not time to get some. You know, the woman may say, hey, I got a headache. I'm like, yeah, whatever, it's going to be quick. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Mr. <Ho. laughs> I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's like, it's like, you know, we talk about birthday sex all the time. We talk about certain days of the year that we are entitled. Right? We're entitled. You know, you look at your wife as like you're entitled to please me sexually. Nobody else is supposed to. Be. Well, she's you supposed know. to see herself as that anyway. Exactly, exactly. You know, but do we get to the point where it's even when it's not time and we don't get it, do we throw a fit because we can't control our urge? We say, no, you know, you promised me tonight, and I know you broke your ankle, but don't worry about it, I hold it. <laughs> need to keep it moving. <laughs> so when it comes to us, fellas, um, is feeling entitled to the booty considered 
is that considered having a grateful attitude when it comes to us? You know, the brother was talking about how knowing your lady sexually, the ins and the outs, but is that true what he was saying? Where we get to a point where it's like, you know, tonight's our special night. You know, you home, I'm home, we ain't got nowhere to go, so you need to go ahead and give it up. Do we feel, is feeling entitled to the booty, having a grateful attitude towards our wives? First of all, Rodney, the booty is not an entitlement. Okay. The booty is a mandatory part of the marriage agreement. Okay, it's not an entitlement. I, it's not something that it's not an extra proof that, that I that I have bestowed upon me. It's something I get <laughs> by default anytime, anyway, just because we're married. <laughs> uh, if you want to change the laws of the marriage and say it's over marriage, okay, cool. Then the booty may be become an entitlement. But <laughs> is the booty is mine, just like mine is hers, and so. That's that now. There we we are overly we are very considerate, but there are times because we are men and because we are wired differently, to where we have to sometimes just have to go on and just get what we have to get, and they accept that and they understand that. And a lot of them, some of them are happy that we're getting it from them instead of not even having those urges with them at all because that means we're satisfying those urges in other ways. And so that's 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 it. But the booty is not as entitled to Rodney, no. no. Y'all agree, disagree? Oh, I agree. 100%. We, we, we married. We, 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 we're not dating. We're married. Yeah. yeah. Good words. That's good words. And earlier, you know, we did, you know, we talked about all the, the married women, you know, that y'all know. Um, but I want to flip, flip it around. Do y'all consider any of the married men that y'all know to be ungrateful? I mean, you know he's got a, a great woman, but he's always complaining about something about her. Y'all know any dudes like that? Yeah. What's wrong with yeah. him? But again, man, again, again, again. A lot of my mama's boys. I can't stress it enough, though. Mm-hmm. We not there... When they go home with the spouse, you just don't know. A lot of things look different on the outside. That is true. You just don't know. You may think one thing and it'd be something totally different. You're sitting there like, wow, man, I really thought that you was ungrateful. You know? But there's things that, you know, because certain people do things and they don't do it openly. But, but you know, to, to expound upon that, but like my friend and her husband, I had no idea that they were having such that they was having tremendous problems. That they were the equivalent of Ike and Tina just about. I had no idea mm. until until the divorce. And then when she finally came out and told me how this dude treated her behind closed doors in front of their kids, I was like, dang! I mean, he really did not appreciate her at all. I mean. Didn't respect it, didn't appreciate it, didn't not really nothing, you know. But behind, but you know, in, in public, perfect couple, dancing at the wedding, having a good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just you just don't know, you know. But you know, unfortunately, fellas, um, 
there are some wives out here that just, I mean, that, I'm just break. I mean, I'm just be frank with y'all. I mean, they can't keep their legs and or their mouths closed. I mean, some wives always got to be sucking. And as my Jamaican friend would say, since I got to keep this thing clean tonight, plucking. So sucking and plucking. So the question is, fellas, are you even grateful that your wife is a faithful woman? You ain't got to worry about her rolling out on you, even though y'all have your little problems here and there. Well, are you are you grateful that, that she's a faithful woman to you? Well, I, not just faithful, just a good woman, period. I think that just rolls into being a good woman, you know, in my definition. Well, you would be grateful if you knew 100%. But you can't know 100%. Exactly. You can't know 100% on either side. Yeah, on, on either side, you can't know. So basically, you are you are grateful to the idea that she's right. being faithful to you, right. right? To the face value of it. Let's just say the face value. The face value is okay. I know she is. She ain't ever missing. You 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 are grateful that she will protect your dream of monogamy. <laughs> <There you go>. <laughs> 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 I like that. I like that. <laughs> it's grateful that she'll protect your dream of monogamy. I like it, that. She, <laughs> she'll protect that dream until the day you die. <laughs> you know, that's good. That's good. But T Hawk, would if I asked your wife, if I you know went up to your wife and you know I asked her, would she say that you were ungrateful? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm talking about your wife. And she was saying, yeah. yeah. Really? Okay. For sure. Wow. For sure, yeah. Right don't don't all wives say that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not just mine. Don't they all say we are grateful? Uh-huh. Man, I did this. I, 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 all of them say that. Right, it's depending on when you catch mine. You you wouldn't even know what woman I'd be talking about on these phone calls. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, when she gets all the colorful metaphors for me, and I'm telling you, you'd be like, wow, I, I thought she was your queen, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know what? You, we, we have implemented something into our marriage okay. a little while ago where we... You know, this great thing called text messages. Yes. You know, we will we will tell each other, you know, s- small things. Thank you for dinner. Dinner was great. A text message. You know what I mean? Thank you for and and you know, like if like like if I do like let's say she asked me to fix something, and I'll fix it. She'll send me a text message. Thank you for fixing X Y Z. And we do it back and forth. That's better than mine. Cause mine asked me, did you fix it right? Yeah. No. Yeah, or clean, or clean something. You know, uh, can you can you cut the grass? Can you just something? Can you take the trash out? Just something. Can you help me? Uh, you know, wash my car, or whatever. It's always going to be a thank you text, and I think that that keeps you uh, keep your keeps keeps your communication and your thank yous up. Oh yeah, that's good, man. You know what I mean? And and she has done that. And I've done it, and it worked. Let me tell you something, it works. And even if you don't have it in your marriage, it's good because you can start it. You know what I mean? And they have no choice but to follow. No choice but to follow suit and start sending you, you know. 
And the thing we should start that. I don't remember who started it. Me and my wife. I I really don't. I'm not gonna take credit for because I just don't remember. We've been doing it so long. But you definitely little messages. Thank you. And it's got to be the small stuff. The big stuff you can probably say thank you, but the small stuff that they would never even think that you even paid attention to. Mm. Little text message. Two minutes. So, T-Hawk, if I ask your wife, would she say that you're more grateful or less grateful than she is? I don't know. I have no idea. (laughs) I have no idea. More grateful or less grateful than she is? That's a difficult question. It is. And, and why I say that is because I got a, I got a story to tell. And I can try to keep it brief because it's late. But my wife, one day, we were eating dinner. And I don't know how we got on the subject, but she asked me what were some of the favorite meals that she makes. And, you know, my wife's a great cook. Um. You know, so, I mean, basically, I like all the meals, but I really like her chicken Philly steaks. And so she made a point to make a special trip to the store to get the ingredients for the chicken Philly steaks. And she hadn't made them in a while. Um, So, and it was, again, fellas, it was just a trip for the ingredients for the chicken Philly steaks after she um, was made aware that was one of my one of my faves, one of my top meals that she makes. So I expressed to her how I really appreciated her making that special trip to the store and making one of my favorite meals. But do y'all want to know how she responded? She said she actually forgot how easy it was to make. So here's my question, fellas. Have you forgotten how easy it is to make your wife happy? And, you know, earlier we talked about dinner reservations or, you know, this or that, or booking that, you know, the brother was talking about the fancy cruise, you know. and But when's the last time you, you did something simple? You know, I think T-Hawk said well, we're simple, but aren't they simple? I mean, when's the last time you simply wrote her a thank you note or letter of appreciation and put it in her lunchbox or, or put it on the windshield of her car? You know, have you forgotten how easy it is to make your wife happy, you know? I think we t- we think too big, you know. We think like, oh, I gotta go to the Bahamas, you know, to make this chick happy. Have you forgotten how simple it was? You know, maybe back in you know when you were courting, that gave a little rose or had a little picnic in the park or whatever. Have you forgotten how easy it is to make her happy? You want somebody to answer that question? <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, huh? Who's going to answer that question? <laughs> Nobody forgot. We all didn't forget. Yeah. Take too long to, 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 to say what it is. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, I don't think we've forgotten. I think it goes back to what we talked about earlier. It's all about actions. Yeah. You know, and again, we had a conversation, and the wife, within a day or so, made the trip. And I, I knew she made the trip just for that because we had already had groceries, you know, in the in the house or whatever. So she only went to the store to get that, and then made it. Yeah. 
But but that 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 that's good. That's good that she went and did that. You know what I mean. So what was your response? I appreciate. It. I, I said, man, this is this is great. I just gave her them good words. I didn't, you know, I need to probably write a little note, you know, now that I yes. think about it. Yeah. But. Yeah. Like the next day, you know, I really appreciate. You know, you remember me. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it it it's not only a good gesture. But it's a teaching tool, I think. Mm. And I think that when we get to the point, I mean, as men, as head of households, we have to teach. And I know we're we're married to grown women, and they know it all. But we got to. <laughs> they know it all. <laughs> they know it all. But we we have to teach. And and the point that I'm making is, and the, like like what Ike said earlier, did you talk to her about it? You know. And yes, I have spoken to mine about, you know, but speaking isn't always received well when we talk to our wives about the issues that we're having. We have to show them how to do it. You know what I'm saying? If you want a certain result from a certain person, you have to first lead by example. I just think that that's old school. And when we don't lead by example, we get frustrated because we don't get what we want. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? But how can you? How, how can we expect? I can't expect certain things from her if I haven't shown her how it's supposed to be done. I can't assume that she knows. Especially with mine, I know that she's got a barrier from her background. It's giving her a barrier from being vocal in certain areas. You know what I mean? So I gotta first let her know that it's okay to be vocal and then show her how I can be vocal. You know what I'm saying? Just set the stage. And that's what I was saying about the little text message. It's a good trend that you can start. Because so let me tell you, it feels good when it comes back to you. touch on the kids um we haven't talked about them um before i get y'all out of here um what about your kids would, would you say your kids are, are grateful or ungrateful 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 to the max you said ungrateful i thought y'all were saying grateful ungrateful. Uh, no my sons are ungrateful wow. ungrateful and entitled on my side yeah why is that? I have no idea, man. That's another world's mystery. It's the way it's the way our culture is now. Our, and the changes in our culture, you know. We treat kids like they're freaking PhDs or something. And they're just stupid kids. They don't know what they want. It's okay for a parent to tell their kid what they're going to eat. We've gotten away from that. We asked them, what do you want? We've, we've made them think that what they want really matters. When no, it's not what you want. It's what I say you're going to have because I know what's best for you. And so, you know, this I want now, this instant gratification, and now we have these entitled, ungrateful kids in our house. Mm. And teach them about the real world that doesn't care about what they want and doesn't care how they feel. 
and it's a culture shock for them. We, they don't even have losers in school anymore, right? You know, everybody's a winner. Yeah, yeah. And they get out there in the real world. It's like, you didn't get the job. What do you mean? I mean <laughs> you mean everybody's going to get the job? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I was brought up where everyone wins. You know? <laughs> no. You know, it, history starts to repeat itself, man. I can remember telling my father how old I was. You know what I mean? Man, I'm 18. He's like, you ain't got to tell me how old you are. I know how old you are. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you say that to say, you know, I got it together. You know, I had a conversation with my daughter today. She's 20. Mm. She's like, why are you still, you know, all on me? You know, I'm 20 years old. You need to let me get out and do my own thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, listen. That sounds real good, but had I not stayed on you as hard as I did, you would not be to where you are right now. Mm-hmm. And she says, yeah, but mom, and, you know, she's talking about her mother, how her mother just, you know. I said, your mother's attitude is let you learn for yourself. If you fall on your face, then you got to get back up and do it again. I said, that's not my attitude. I'm a little different than you. I fell on my face so you don't have to. All you have to do is listen. Mm-hmm. I said the best advice I can give you Out of all the advice I can give you Is listen to everything that I say to you Period mm. I said because I'm on your team I will never let you down I will never give you bad advice mm-hmm. Believe me You know what I mean And yes you're 20 years old But I'm still there like you're 5 Because I know you ain't ready To step out and do your own thing If you were we wouldn't be having these conversations and I, I've got a five-year-old um, and a nine-year-old and a three-month-old. But I thought about this question myself, and um, I actually think my, my kids are more grateful than ungrateful. Now, they have their ungrateful tendencies, just like any kid, because as the brother said, it's part of the culture. Um, but there are a couple of incidences that I can think of where they really stepped up to the plate. And I know for one thing, you know, every time they have a meal in front of them, you know, I've taught them to say their grace, you know, to be thankful for the food that they have in front of them. Because, I mean, it's a blessing, you know, whether that's, you know, something mommy or daddy prepared or McDonald's or Chick-fil-A, just be grateful. Say your grace before you eat your food. But also another incident was we had, uh, we were notified that, um, couple of little girls that uh, didn't have anything. They didn't have any toys, um, didn't have any clothing, didn't have any movies, didn't have any books. And, you know, my two girls, I mean, they're blessed. You know, they got um, four grandparents still living that spoiled them. Um, so we really don't have to do much, you know, honestly. But over the course of the year, they accumulate a lot of stuff. You know, here and there, little stuff, little stuff. And I mean, just stacks of of stuff, stacks of movies, stacks of books, clothes out the wazoo. I mean, I, I don't, you know, I don't even have to buy, you know, clothes for them because they just, I mean, they're just blessed. Um, so I sat them down, and I was like, look, ladies, um, we've been made aware that these two little girls, just like you, they don't have anything. They don't have any clothes. They don't have any movies. They don't have any toys. And um, 
So y'all need to essentially get up off of some of this stuff y'all have. Because y'all got stuff everywhere on three levels of the house. Mm. And you know what they did? They went and got all their movies. They went and got all their books. They went and got a, a whole box of toys. And they said, here you go, Daddy. We, we want to give this away. And I said, you give away all your movies? They said, yeah. And I actually made them keep one, you know. But they literally went. And they and they went and they gathered up all the all the things. And I was like, y- y'all don't want to give everything away. You know, keep something for yourself. But, I mean, they... We want to give up all our movies. You know, and sometimes they ask, you know, can we watch this movie, Daddy? I'm like, you remember y'all gave that away? Um, And we've got some movies, you know, um, to replace them. But, you know, they're different movies, different DVDs. But, you know, they they stepped up to the plate. And I, I was grateful for that. You know, because they, even at their young age, they stepped up to the call. I mean, they stepped up to the plate. He and just said really something. To. Go ahead. We're more grateful of what our children do than they are for what we do. Wow. Mm. Wow. You know, because my sons are, you know, I, I look at them and tell them, you're about as dumb as dope, but when they leave, <laughs> when they leave my house and they go around, everybody loves them. You know, my my son there has his nose open. His little girlfriend, her mother went picked him up from work, brought him dinner, brought him home. You know, she just loves him to death. You know, and I'm over here going, she need to come check your room out. <laughs> you know, she need to she need to see how you act. <laughs> you know, when when you acting real stupid, because I I had to straighten my my oldest son out. I had to show him who the alpha freaking dog is at 51. <laughs> so just, and, and I let him know, you ain't seen the side of your father. Really? You want to see? Because I told my son the other night, I said, you, you, you don't understand your father's a real nigga when he want to be. <laughs> don't, get it, don't get it twisted. What mm. I mean, know, if, you're, but, if, if your kids, um, are you know ungrateful, and you know all kids I think are ungrateful, um, to some degree, you know mine included. Um, but do you, I mean do you pray for their ungratefulness specifically? I mean I know you probably pray for them, but do you pray specifically for them being ungrateful? All the time. Wow. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um. You you you. you I'm sitting back listening to what you said and having, because I got daughters that that are grown, and when I say grown, over 20, mm-hmm. um, and the one that's, you know, 16, and um, the upbringing dictates whether they're going to be grateful or not. And I know that's elementary, but I mean to say that um, from the story that you just said about your daughters, I don't really know if you're going to have the same issue that I've had with mine. Because um, 
yeah, my daughters have been spoiled. They've gotten what they wanted. But I never sat down and told them to give. You know? And I should have. But maybe the opportunity wasn't there. Maybe I didn't know myself. I was a, always been a very giving person. But I never sat down to of late to say, you've got to take care of your fellow person, your fellow man, woman, child, whatever it is. You've got to give back. You know? And when you instill that in them at such a young age and they're receptive, that's something that's going to be a part of them. That's going to be a part of their DNA. It's not thinking about what I have but what I can give. I think that is the biggest, most valuable lesson you can give to a child. The biggest gift you can give to a child is to let them know that it's okay to give away. It's okay to help. It's okay to lend a helping hand. It's, it's, a, it's a horrible thing to be greedy and go, my, my, my. Because a lot of kids are now, my, 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 my. What about me? What am I getting for Christmas? What do I get for my birthday? Ah, ah, ah. You know what I mean? But when you take what you have and give it away, I just think that your work as a parent is going to be it's gonna be a lot easier. Yeah, I agree. I think yeah. going forward in your, in, 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 in your parenting, Rodney, you keep doing these things, these building blocks with them, I think when they become teenagers, you're not going to have these the same issues that I had. Yeah, I agree. I don't. I don't see that happening. I mean, see that happening? You made mine give up her gifts, but yeah, I think we have to. You know, like you said, thank you for that, brother. The we have to encourage you know our children to appreciate. You know the blessings they get because that's what they are. And, um, and yeah, some people don't don't raise their kids that way. I didn't. You know, I'd be the first to say it. You know, um, uh, uh, again until late, but they were grown. Right. It, it, it's not. You know. You know what? What color Jordans you want? <laughs> that's me. You know what I mean? I worked a lot and we shopped a lot. Is what it was. You know, I didn't have a lot of time to spend with them. Not a whole lot of homework, no real activities after school because I always worked. So I'm like, okay, my day off is go to the mall and buy whatever you want. Mm. That's how I did it, you know. And it didn't. It, it was a bad, it was a horrible way to go. Because now I got a 20 year old ungrateful, thinking that the things that I do for her now I'm supposed to do. <laughs> and then and if I don't do certain things for her, it's like, well, why you gotta act like that? Mm. I'm M- not your man. M- in my situation, um, I was trying to um, fill a void uh, with their mother not around, and I had to catch myself uh, and stop myself from doing that for for that reason. You know, um, I always had something to go along with it. Um, how you behave, what you do in school. I don't have to hear uh, a teacher call me, you cool, what you want, you know. Um, but but when it got to the point where I was just, just too much trying to fill that void, and that's when I think it started getting a little twisted with them. Mm. 
Let me get back on your wife for a minute. Okay, that that didn't really come out right. It did y'all, not. Y'all know what I mean. Y'all know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> it did not come out right. <laughs> <laughs> but T.R., it'll just be a minute. <laughs> Some of y'all get that tomorrow. You still going, man. Tomorrow. You still going. Yeah. Like, any time's a bunny rabbit. <laughs> Some of y'all get that tomorrow. But, you know, we, <laughs> we we talked about the kids. Save a little, save a little, save a little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we talked about the kids. Um, But regarding your wife, do you pray for her ungratefulness? Talking no. about the kids. Yeah, you pray for, yeah. Help Susie and Johnny be great, more grateful, Lord. But do you pray for your wife's ungratefulness? That ever? I'm not gonna ever? say. I'm not gonna say. Pray for the ungratefulness part. Um, gotcha. But there's other things. Uh, I mean, there's other. Things, you know, I mean, you got to pray for it. You got to pray for you too, dealing with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> help me, Lord. <laughs> help me. Help me stay. You know what I mean? Help me. Help me. Give me some strength. You know, help me understand. You know, you gotta understand. I, I, I just don't believe that women set out to be ungrateful. I think that I think that it's it, you know it's one is is education. You know, um, you can surround your your children and your wife and your family around whatever environment you want. You know, if you if you surround your wife around or you not say allow but if she's around people that don't show appreciation then she may be that one to turn out that way or then you can say just like Ike said you know my wife and his wife and me and him can go out and have 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 dinner and then so then I'm putting her you know in the presence of someone that doesn't mind showing appreciation so she may pick it up you know what I'm saying? So it's, 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 I think that if they haven't gotten it, they may not know how to give it. Mm. And it's not always on our shoulders. We always think, well, yeah, well, we got to do it for them. And I hear that. But sometimes it's got to be in their upbringing. The upbringing has got to dictate something. You know, you got, you got, you got, you got women that are foreign that they know they got to go home and cook dinner and have a house ready because that's how they were, were, were bred, to take care of and worship, not worship, but take care of your man. Then you got these American women that they haven't gotten that yet. they still trying to figure out what they're going to get. American women. take care of them. Yeah, American women focus on that win. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Oh, you got women. some women, you know, that, like again, from El Salvador or wherever they're from, that's what they do. They nobody has to tell them. They already know. I got to make sure my man is happy, so he can go out and make that money. You know what I mean? I, when he come home, I got to have his slippers ready. He gonna feel comfortable in his own house. So tomorrow he will get up with a clean uh, head and go out and make that mo- make that money again. But when you home stressing a man out. He complaining about you ain't appreciating him. He complained about you weren't grateful. <coughs> then you still want the money too? That dog don't hunt, man. Yeah. But let me ask you this, T Hawk. Is is an ungrateful Christian an oxymoron? Mm. Wow. What a question. 
an ungrateful mm. Christian. Is that an oxymoron? Wow. Ungrateful mm. Christian. How can mm-hmm. you be an ungrateful Christian? <laughs> I mean, is it oxymoron? <laughs> I'm still trying to think of it, man. I don't know. <laughs> How can you be an ungrateful Jeez. Christian? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't add up. Um, no. No. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Don't be so hasty. Okay, All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Break it down. Break it down. <sighs> Whether it's a Christian man or a Christian woman, what's the first thing they're going to pray for? They're going to pray for that God brings them somebody. <laughs> right? Now, yeah, the point. problem is a lot of times you're not really detailed on what you want. If you say you want a man or a woman that's going to do this and you get them, sometimes you 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 don't appreciate the package that is wrapped up in and everything else that comes along with it. You only ask for one thing. You ask for one thing, but other things had to come along with that that you might not you might say, I don't want. You know, I, I don't want a part of this. I asked for and that and that's where the period comes in. Remember you asked for. You know? Mm-hmm. So sometimes I mean <sighs> And this is, does all of this ungrateful stuff just revolve around the simple problem of too much focus on the small and petty stuff? Now, y'all know that old saying, you know, don't sweat the petty stuff and don't pet the sweaty stuff. (laughs) But, (laughs) (laughs) But are many of us guilty of making mountains out of molehills in our marriages? When it yes. comes to the petty stuff. Yes. I am. I have been. Mm-hmm. I have been. I have, I've been a guilty of, I'm not going to say guilty, I'll just say a, accused of overreacting. overreacting. Mm. I, I hold that too. Yeah. yeah I claim I've been, that. I've been in that. Yeah. I have overreacted. Yeah. And then I've had to apologize for my actions. You know, after an hour or so, be like, well, maybe I shouldn't have buck with Buck Wild. That, <laughs> wasn't that big of a deal. <laughs> that's because you got them harsh expectations, T.O. Yeah, that's what I've been told, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But you said something. You said something <laughs> earlier, um, T.O., about you don't think it's the intent for one spouse to be ungrateful of the other spouse. And I agree because, you know, most, and then here, let me break this down. Most feelings of having an ungrateful spouse stem from a perceived imbalance in the amount of effort being exerted by one member of the relationship. So put it like this. Each spouse has a set schedule for the day, but their tasks are carried out independently of each other. So, therefore, one partner is likely not to have a good grasp on exactly what the other partner spends their time doing. So, what we do understand is what I've been personally, you know, busy doing during the day. For example, you know, a mother or housewife spends an entire day cooking, cleaning, caring for the kids, maintaining the house, all of that stuff. And that, you know, that's like never ending. It's always something else 
that needs to be done. But on the contrary, as the man of the house, we spend all day at the office, sales meetings, conference calls, et cetera, et cetera. So it's a challenge for each partner to fully appreciate what the other one is feeling, but it's much easier to let the frustration and being emotionally drained take over, and the end result is to point the finger at your ungrateful wife. Hmm. You know, and while many couples... Many couples can work through their feelings of being underappreciated by gaining a greater understanding of how much their spouse actually takes on in a day. But here's my question. Are there instances when one spouse really is to is to blame? Don't some, don't some people stay in the take mode a little bit longer than the given partner would prefer? Are there cases yeah. when one partner really does do more than their fair share of the relationship? Could that be true? It is true. I've got this. Go ahead. I've got this thing that, well, I want to try to answer this question. Um, <coughs> um, Take your time, brother. But I want to add something to it, too. Okay. Um, I would like to think that, you know, that I've gotten better as a husband, um, and as a mate. Um, I know that when I got married, you know, it was great, then the marriage has lefts and rights, you know, and then you try to learn your spouse, and then you make mistakes. They make mistakes, yada, yada, yada. Um, I've been on these calls for four years and some change. And I'd like to think that I've learned a lot that's helped me bring stuff back, bring good stuff back to my marriage. Um, good ideas, patience, a lot of things that I didn't have, I've acquired on Tuesday nights. Um, the ungratefulness that that I experience is when I implement these things that I've learned into my marriage. And then I'm still reminded of the person that I used to be. You know what I mean? Like you go back and bring up something that I did five years ago that I don't do anymore because I've figured out that I have to be better. So I don't know if I'm answering your question or not, but it's ungrateful when a person does get better and a person does do something a little bit different than they did for the better good of their marriage, and then you go back and remind them of the things that they did when they weren't on top of their game. Mm. Wow. That's strong. That's strong. That's, that's because they don't want to, they don't want to uh, be the better you? You think so? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> they, don't I don't wanna, know. they don't want to say, you know, you have changed. They don't want to put that. They always want to say, well, it's only temporary. You're gonna you're gonna still go back to the same way you used to be. Yeah, mm. yeah. You know, but 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 in life, we can't do the devil's job for him. That's his job. His job is to remind you of the lowdown, whatever, whatever you used to be before you got better. That's his job. You know, we can't do that job for him. We have got to see the new person and praise the new person and hope and and, and invite the new person to stay. We don't want that old person back. My wife doesn't want that old person back. Why Why would she want that old person back? 
So why would you, you know, and a lot of times she does it, she'll, she'll, she won't accept, you know. And, and to answer your question, Patrice, sometimes it's because you haven't changed. Mm-mm. Talk about it. You know Here what I'm saying? Because we all have to make changes. If you haven't changed, if you haven't said, okay, I'm actively going to do X, Y, Z to be better, then what else do you have but to harp on the things that you're familiar with? Mm. Not too deep. No, <laughs> because they're not they're not ready to take that uh, that next step. It's because sometimes a lot of women get afraid. They talk a lot, they talk about it, but they don't want to be about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, uh, for instance, my wife. You know, for a long time she saw me doing. She was like, "Well, that's your thing. That's your thing." But then she would come home every day from work and complain about people at work. And I said, "Well, why don't you take over the leadership position and?" And make the changes. No, I don't want to do that. That's not what I want to do. I said, well, what do you want to do? You're 40 years old. What do you want to do? Why are you going to sit there? Well, we got to have, we don't have to have anything. That's my job. I handle all that. What do you want to do? And so when she said it, I was like, well, all right, from this point forward, this is what we're going to do. But, but uh-uh, no buts. Get the I can't out your mouth. Get the I can't, I won't, but this, if this, no. We're not worrying about what if happens. We we got God in front of us. So, you know, you just go and do. And now she, you, you can see the difference by just getting that negativity of that past yeah. out of her. Yeah. But it, it, was a, it was an argument just to get it out of because you, you had to step up and be like, listen, it was almost that I can't say, you know, because I said so, because I'm sick of you coming home complaining. Yeah. And we're we going to fix the situation. Now, it's going to either be A or B. So I'm giving you the opportunity to pick what you want to do. Mm. And and sometimes they, once once they realize that it's coming from you, yeah, they'll change. I mean, and, and 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 that's what you hope. That's what you hope. You know, you you you. It's got to be. They've got to be your teammate. If in order for it to work, you've got to be on the same team all the time, even if they don't agree. There's certain things that you're gonna do that you don't agree, but you're gonna do it because you it's, you got to take for the team. I agree. You got to take one for the team. But you know, let's let's say, going back to what T.R. said about you know that that we have to be the one that change. Let's say we did change. You know, we did step up our game. Just trying to work with your wife on increasing her appreciation. Does it, does it seem like an uphill battle? I mean, do you think that she understands the point of view of where we're coming from? Does she try to see things from our perspective? Well, sometimes they don't have a choice. Yeah. As they give you ultimatums, then sometimes you have to give them ultimatums. Yeah. And um, meaning, not not saying that, you know, I'm a leave or anything like that, but, you know, I'm not going to stand for this anymore. 
and I'm going to prove it to you. I'm going to show you what, what you know. But, um, yeah, sometimes they darn near need a shock treatment to get them to understand that uh, yep. Yep. You, you're a changed man, and, and it's for the better of the family and for the family to move forward. You got you got to get on board. You got to get in this passenger street and and strap up and let's go to work. Let's go. But could it be? Was, was anybody's wife uh, the an only child or the youngest child in their family? She's Mine the was. oldest, but she was treated like she was the youngest. Mine was, uh, yeah, that youngest child. I mean, with with that whole. The childhood experience on you know both both of those examples could could that have anything to do yeah. with her ungrateful attitude? Sure, sure, sure. So, and what I mean by that is that should you just accept that she's not going to appreciate you as much as you would like, and you just need to suck it up and deal with it. I don't think you should. I don't think that you should have to settle. I think that because because then you get to a situation where, like I was in my last marriage, um, I accepted the fact that it was as good as it was ever going to get. And that's just how I rolled with it. And I was unhappy. And then I had to make a move, just like Patrice said, you got to shock them. You know, but unfortunately my shock was, unfortunately for her, the shock was a permanent shock. You know what I mean? And then I had to find somebody else to replace her. And that's what's going to happen. You know, you don't ever want to get to that point, but it can, this thing that we're talking about tonight can get, can take it to that point. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're in a specific, see, that's, what you're talking about right now is a rat in the corner with his back against the wall. You know what I mean? They say you can see a rat all day and he'll walk around and run over your feet. Won't do nothing to you. But once you get them in the back of that corner, they're going to attack you. When you put a person in a corner where, you know what I mean, you're force-feeding this to them. You're force-feeding something they don't want. I want to be appreciated. I want to know that you love me. I want to know that you appreciate me. And you are making me, you are making me be comfortable with the fact that you're not going to treat me that way. You're putting their back against the wall. The feelings that you want never go away because you still want them, especially if your parents gave them to you. If your parents showed you that they loved you, showed you appreciation, if that's the way you, everybody around you showed you this, now you got this person that doesn't want to give it to you? Mm-hmm. And it requires sacrifice. It requires sacrifice. So you got to get it. Or you once you get it, it's going to be from somebody else. You're going to get a taste, taste the blood, and then you, you're done. You're out. And hold hold that thought, um, T-Hawk, regarding taste the blood and you're out. Um, I got one more clip. This is the final clip of the night, fellas. Um, this is 60 seconds before I ask the final questions here. 60 seconds, fellas. And when you got married... Did you ever? Did it ever cross your mind that your marriage would be interrupted in this way, or, or or any way for that matter? No, I mean, never. I mean, we would sit here when it first 
occurred when she was first diagnosed with cancer. Um, we used to look at each other and say, who would have thought? I mean, we'd be laying in the bed or just sitting there on the couch and just in amazement. And we're just like, who would have thought that this would be happening to us in this manner? But you never know. Life is life is not promised to you. Each moment is not promised to you. It's you have to live and understand that God is in control of everything. Yeah. And you have to take that and understand that you have to live your life and do it in a manner of respect and try to do the best you can. You know that old saying is true, fellas, you don't know what you've got. Until it's gone um, But try going to visit a widow Or widower one day And ask them about their deceased spouse Specifically what they loved about them most And, and what they miss about them You know, now that they're gone um, And as the brother said God quickly brings a unique perspective To the words of widows And this, you know, it can cause both husbands and wives You know, to grow and appreciate their spouses a little more um, and even engaged couples, you know, people who are about to get married, you know, going to talk to some widows as part of their premarital counseling. You know, this that perspective might help them avoid the, the common and petty pitfalls in the early years of marriage that lead to what we're talking about tonight, this ungratefulness, this bitterness. Um, but what do y'all talk, what do y'all think about that? You know, we T-Hawk just say, you know, they, you're out. But that, that was a different version of being out, you know. Um, any thoughts on that soundbite at all? I mean, you know, it's it, 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 it's huge. It's huge when you're that person sitting there saying, I wish I had ten more minutes to show them how much I appreciate and they ain't around the corner. They ain't at JoJo's house. They not at work. They in the ground. And that goes for all of us. And I know we've been talking about women tonight. I know we've been talking about our wives. I understand that. But that goes for all of us. Because there's more that we, we can all do more. We can all do more in our marriage. Hey, T.O. Yeah. Hey, man, I, I think... That would be a great way to uh, bring that up with your wife. Just another angle. I mean, you could tell her, you know, if if God called me home tomorrow, you know, I I I wouldn't know. I mean, I know, but you know, just to hear you say it. Exactly. Because you know, like you say, hey, it's time isn't promised. You know, me and my wife talk about that too. And that's one way to get them to really see, like, oh, wow. Yeah. Like, really listen. Because, again, I I, I just don't want to be that person sitting there saying, man, I wish I could have, wish I could have, wish I could have. And we're all going to be that way with someone. There's a family member out there that we ain't talked to in a while. Mm -hmm. There's somebody out there that we have neglected. You know what I'm saying? And that they're going to go, and we're going to, man, I've been too busy. 
or whatever the case may be, but you just don't want it to be your spouse or your kids. And that was that was actually that was actually my final question. You know, suppose you just received news that you only had 24 hours to live. How much more would you appreciate your life and everything in it if you got that news today? 24 hours, you're going to be out of here. You're going to be out, Seahawks said. How much more would you appreciate your life and everything in it, including your sometimes ungrateful wife? Mm. Your sometimes ungrateful kids? I will say that we, we, you know, we, we, we learn to live with things. We learn that some things are what they are. And you ain't going to change everybody. Even though some people need changing. In a marriage, I mean, just like I just said, you got to exhaust all the possibilities. Even when you have to tell your spouse, what if I die tomorrow and you didn't say these things? You have to do it if you want it done. You know what I mean? But if you got 24 hours to live, I think that these things that we're talking about right now won't even be a factor. That's good. <laughs> That's good. Ooh, anybody else? Closing thoughts? That's all I've got before the conclusion. Anybody else got anything? Well, if not, time for the conclusion, your your favorite part. Flip it over to open mic. The conclusion. Consider the following, fellas. Have you ever given someone a gift and not received thanks for it? Have you ever been in a grocery store or a restaurant and you weren't thanked for your business? Have you ever felt unappreciated? We've all been there. But recall how it made you feel. Even a successful marriage doesn't happen automatically, and neither can one partner make it work. It takes time, trials and mistrials, some measure of pain, understanding, and lots of patience. Things will not always be rosy. But ingratitude is unfortunately an integral part of our society. If you ask most people if they're ungrateful, they'll probably say, of course not. However, this attitude is so ingrained in our lives, they can't openly admit it or even realize that they're ungrateful. But how can you tell if you are ungrateful? Are there things that identify ingratitude? Webster's Dictionary defines ingratitude as forgetfulness of or poor return for kindness received. It can also be defined as not appreciating or valuing what you have or have been given. And fellas, unexpressed gratitude is also ingratitude. But in today's fast-paced world, most people seem to not have time for thankfulness. Work, traffic, soccer practice, doctor's appointments, and countless other things are our main priorities. We seem to have no time to thank others. But have you ever thought about where this mindset of ingratitude comes from? In America, we live in one of the most abundantly blessed lands in the world. This country enjoys plentiful food, shelter, electricity, running water, wealth, heating and air conditioner, transportation, sanitation, and many other blessings. However, America is also filled with chronic grumblers and complainers. We live in an age where common courtesy and politeness are all but extinct. Although there are countless blessings, there seems to always be countless things to gripe about. 
be it problems at work, being stuck in traffic, being late for soccer practice, having yet another doctor's appointment, and furthermore, the economy, food prices, difficulties with family, desiring more material possessions, etc., etc. But count your blessings, fellas, not your words. Look around you for all the things that you can be grateful for. Be grateful for food, clothing, and shelter. Be grateful for loving family and friends. If you're married, appreciate your wife. If you have children, appreciate all the fond memories that you are building together. Now, problems and arguments may occur from time to time, but imagine your life without these same loved ones. Be grateful for employment. Every day it seems the headlines report some type of corporation laying off hundreds, thousands, or even tens of thousands of employees. Be grateful for the job that God has provided for you. Although you might have issues with your coworkers or your boss, without your job, you wouldn't have the means to support your family and yourself the way that you do. Try to picture your life, how your life will be without these few things that I mentioned. There are grim realities that many people around this country and around the world face every day. Thank God each day for all the terrible things that you don't have to endure. Finally, fellas, how much do you appreciate God's word? the Holy Bible. God has provided a way for us to know and understand through his great book of instruction. It's been said that ingratitude is the most common sin. God actually calls it evil. But an ungrateful attitude is something that most people are unaware that they have, however everyone else sees. Often it goes unchecked because of people's ignorance of it, but it's a deep character flaw. Although few people will tell you about it, ingratitude sticks out like a sore thumb. So say thank you and please often. You'd be surprised how these little words can make people feel. Throughout history, great men have been known specifically for thanking others because gratefulness is not a sign of weakness, but a sign of meekness. God commands us to go to him in prayer and praise with praise and thanksgiving, so thank him daily. We should never run out of things to thank God for. Blessings, name them one by one. Count your blessings, see what God hath done. Count your blessings, name them one by one. Count your many blessings, see what God hath done. That concludes our show for the evening, fellas. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Virtual Talk Show produced by Married Men on Talk. We hope you enjoyed the show. You can join us again next Tuesday from 9 to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And next week's topic will be... To be determined. For more information, please feel free to visit our new and improved website, householdstress.com. The website, again, householdstress.com. And download our free app for your Android smartphone from the Google Play Store for your Android smartphones. You are now free to move about the country.